Hello everyone and welcome back to Here for a Good Time. I'm Holly and joining me today is someone that deserves a very special intro. She's the chachi to my nani, the caramel macchiato to my vanilla latte, the celery to my Caesar. She's the person that just like gets me, you know? Please welcome to the podcast, the baddest bitch I know, Miss Taylor Eden. Hey. How are you? <laughs> I'm swell. How are you? I'm good. Welcome back. Uh, thank you for attempting to do this for the second time. Oh, it's not a problem. <laughs> we had some technical difficulties last time around, but hopefully I think everything's fixed now, so we shouldn't have any problems. Word to the Chris. Word to the Chris. Thank you for helping me out with that, Chris. Uh, he knows everything and anything about computers, so Preach. I think he kind of fixed this, uh, fixed this for me. I just want to say, your pearly whites are blinding me right now. Oh, my God. What is your secret? I'm going, like, wow, I need my sunglasses in here. Activated charcoal. Activated charcoal. Okay, so I've heard some pros and cons about activated charcoal. Hit me. Uh, so, one, it does make your teeth whiter. Mm-hmm. It's really good for your teeth, I've mm-hmm. heard. But I've also heard that it actually takes the enamel off of your teeth. If you use the paste, it does take the enamel off, but I use the actual powder itself. Okay. And the trick is to not leave it on for too long, because when you leave it on, if you, if you leave anything on your teeth, it takes enamel off. So even Crest White Strips, once you leave them on, it takes off the enamel. I love Crest White Strips, though. Me too. And they, I, they, they make your teeth super white, but if you leave anything mm-hmm. on your teeth for too long, it does take the enamel off. The best thing I can say is just to read uh, do just do, weed just weed <laughs> do as much research as you can and hopefully you, they could find or whoever's listening can find the product that works for them well I've heard so often now like I've seen it everywhere activated charcoal mm-hmm. I use it on my face too for your face I because I have a, a sunspot here okay and I have some sunspots too it so lightens them help? it lightens them yeah no way absolutely yeah well, anyone that has an activated charcoal business, sponsor me, please. Um, all right, so I feel like we have so much to discuss, and I don't even know truly where to begin yeah. with you and I. Um, we've had our fair share of memories that, for me, everything just seems to kind of blur together. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Uh, but I'm hoping you can help me out with that. Uh, so anything you have to add throughout this, what's mine is yours. This podcast is equally yours as, as it is mine, okay? Absolutely. So let's just try to have fun, and hopefully it records the full thing, because last time that I go, do well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Friendships happen every day, but with meeting you was something very different for me. We clicked instantly, mm-hmm. and we've been the best of friends ever since. Absolutely. Uh, I'm a firm believer in soulmates. Call me crazy. Some people do. But that doesn't only mean romantic soulmates. I believe that you can find someone as your, I guess, your friend counterpart without mm-hmm. any of the romantic things involved and really find, like, your best friend soulmate. Mm-hmm. And honestly, truly for you, you are that person for me. Aww. She's crying. I'm, I'm waiting for a teardrop. No, I'm not no, going to cry. I'm going to? No, I'm not going to cry. But you you okay. are my soulmate oh. in, in that friend in the friend department, you are my soulmate. In the friend department. Uh, well, let's just jump right into it. We're not going to talk about friend departments. Let's we, dive. We, let's go for the deep dive. We're going to talk about boys today and dating. Oh. And Taylor is the perfect example of someone I want to talk about dating with because you are living the dream, truly. 
You go on dates, girl. You go on dates. You do. I haven't been on one in a while, but yes, I do. I have, I have dated, over the last year or so, I have dated a lot. Yeah, I'd say within the last year, like from last summer to this current summer now, I feel you, you've had your fair share of dating experiences, so I'm hoping yeah. you can bring a lot of juicy information. Oh, absolutely. To this podcast. For dating for you, you're strictly online dating. Um, I, I mean, that's where I kind of go that like that's like my go-to but if okay. I'm out like when I'm with you for example and we're out <laughs> Holly will always push and be like go talk to that guy he's looking at you or go go make conversation he's your type so you're definitely a huge advocate for me to like put myself out there I'm with- a pusher Taylor <laughs> I push people um no I mean I love I the thing and that's with this podcast why I've kind of for the first couple of ones that I'm going to be recording, I really want to focus in on dating because for me, it's always been such an interest of mine. Mm-hmm. Like, I love hearing dating stories. I love he- hearing dating experiences. I just find it really enjoyable. And call me a bad person, but I love hearing the bad stories just as much as the good ones. And I feel you have a lot of funny... We'll call them funny, but in the moment, they were bad. But Horrible. Oh, uh, yeah, horrible. Funny, horrible, bad dating stories yo you got any gum oh my gosh yeah that one should i tell the ripley story i mean yes put that on pause we're gonna get into the ripley's dating horror (laughs) of the summer of 2016 summer 16 summer 16 yeah that was a really bad day i saved you from that kind of you did you saved me you you were my well i had to lie and say that you were in the emergency room oh my god (laughs) knock on wood that that will never happen but yeah you know you have to only make that kind of lie when you're in the worst case scenario possible it was horrible yeah we'll we'll get into that we will uh so would you say most of your dates become something from online or from meeting people in person um as of lately it's been like a balance okay but uh, like maybe in the last year, so like if we're going back a year, six months, majority of the people that I meet is uh, online. Online, okay. Or through people. Real through people who? Like if I'm like remember like going to like new places with like friends. Oh, like meeting friends of friends. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you have. I don't know. We're not naming names on this podcast. Uh, safe space. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you 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 have your fair share of oh, he just snapchatted her. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow, it's like he's in this room. It's like he's to listening us. to us. Oh my yeah. Gosh. Kindred spirit. <laughs> um, okay, so online dating, what apps are you on? Just Tinder. Only Tinder. Only Tinder. Have you ever gone on any other app other than Tinder? Yes. And what were they? I've done plenty of fish. Oh god. Horrible. I find it so cheap plenty of fish it's disgusting it's literally a cesspool it's gross i've done match like i've paid for it so match you have to pay for right and what is it expensive it was a waste of 84.99 oh my gosh so 84.99 a month like does it work on a three month month trial so for me trial means free honey well like if you're giving me a three month subscription let's call it that Yes, but and, a trial means you're testing out the waters, therefore it should either be free or at a discounted price. I am not cheap by any means, but $84.99 to join a dating site, for me that seems a little bit pricey. I mean, it wasn't coming out of my own pocket because I had a $100 Visa gift card. <laughs> so, but it was a good use, right? So, yeah, it was like, you know what? Okay. Fuck it. 
So, okay. So, plenty of fish, no more. You did match, no success on match. No, because the same people that are on Tinder are on match. Okay, yeah. So, did you find, you found that a lot of people that were either on Tinder. Yeah, they're all on the same thing. Wow. Like, how many dating apps can you be on? I don't know. Well, apparently, I know a lot of guy friends who are, like, on Blender, Tinder, Bumble. I had mentioned in my first podcast, I brought it up. Uh, when I was talking about all these dating apps that people tell me about, and you actually were the one that told me about Blender. Yeah, a coworker told me about Blender. Okay, so what is Blender? For it's, those for those who don't know, and me, because I clearly have no idea. Well, I've never downloaded it, and I okay. don't know what it is firsthand, but I've been told that it's strictly just for sexual encounters. But isn't that what Tinder is like, though? Tinder is more of a dating app. Like, Tinder is for people who are indecisive. They don't know what they want. Some are on there for you know, strictly sexual encounters. Some mm-hmm. are on there to look for their soulmates, to look for their husbands, to look for their wife. Like, I've seen guys' bios on Tinder being, like, looking for wife. Yes, but don't you feel maybe, and not to be pessimistic, that guys will put that in their bio to intrigue the ladies of, like, oh, this one's a good guy. He I actually have... wants a relationship and not my ass. I'm not even trying to read what guys are saying through their bios anymore because yeah. it's just, I consider it all bullshit. Well... Because of your experiences that you've had. Okay, so you're strictly on Tinder right now. Mm-hmm. So on a scale of 1 to 10, yeah. 1 being Rob Kardashian circa 2010, and then 10 being Rob Kardashian... Circa now. Circa now. <laughs> so 10 being the worst, 1 being the best. the best, which is totally opposite, but whatever. We'll just go with it. Roll with it. Uh, how would you rate Tinder based on your experiences? Like a 6.5. Oh, six and a half. Yeah. Okay, that's actually pretty good. That's more than half. No. Oh, if worse. One's the, well, yeah, one's right. the best and ten's the worst. Derp, derp, derp. Okay, so more worse than... Yeah, it's just shitty people. Or good. And I was reading this article yesterday, and I it, it was, like, based on your horoscope, like, the reason why you haven't found the one yet. And mine, because I'm a cancer, mm-hmm. mine is because I go for the wrong people. And I think I'm part responsible for that. Like, maybe I do go for the wrong people. How do you come to that conclusion, though? Like, what's your reasoning for that? I don't know. I've been told that I go for the idiots, that I go for, like, the bad boys. (laughs) The ones who are, like... Okay. The the ones that if I bring home to dad, he'd, like, break my hand. I think if we're talking superficially and aesthetically and being that whole stereotype of a bad boy, yes. I mean, you, like, the meatballs, the tattoos, the piercings. You like that whole... Oh, the man bun. Yeah. <laughs> that, if we're going based off aesthetics, that for you is visually your type. But yeah. I think you want that look in a man, but you want the teddy bear inside. Absolutely. That's a good way to put it. Right? Yeah. Like, not a pansy or anything. Like, no. you want a man's man. But I, you... I do. Okay. Um, so let's get into dating stories from Tinder because <laughs> this is so much fun. Uh, so you mentioned this the quote. Of the summer of 16, yo, you got any gum. With an elbow nudge following me. Right. So uh, quickly tell us about that dating experience. So um, I started talking to a gentleman who lived in right outside of Oshawa. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we matched on Tinder. but He must have been driving through Toronto he, or something. Probably. So um, we were talking for about... A week to ten days before we initially met. Okay. And the conversation was good. He seemed fine over the phone, which can obviously, like, it doesn't really mean much because mm-hmm. someone could be a total different person just based on the way 
they carry themselves on the phone or, yeah. or whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, so he said, oh, have you ever been to Ripley's Aquarium? I said, no, I haven't. He said, okay, well, I want to take you there. For so, a first date, that's pretty nice, though. It is nice, and I was really excited. Like, I got, I bought a new outfit, and I curled my hair. There's the thing, and I just want to cut in here quickly. I don't think guys realize how much effort Ugh. girls put into first dates, or dates in general. I mean, we literally will go to the extreme of going out, buying a new outfit, getting our hair done, getting our nails done, buying a new makeup product. We literally will put in so much effort like almost two hundred dollars worth right to make ourselves presentable and desirable nice. in some way yeah, yeah and to feel nice too you want to feel sexy on a first date absolutely you, of course okay and i just don't think they realize that no okay because this guy <laughs> why did he show up wearing uh, like jeans that obviously didn't fit him correctly so the baggy jean look chicago bulls hat that was too big for his head oh my god and a north face windbreaker yeah. So, um, were the, how were the shoes? Did the shoes, the shoes were least... fine. The shoes were fine. They the were shoes vans. made up for the outfit. They were Vans. They were regular, like, Vans. Or Vans or Converse. I can't remember. Well, I'm a fan of either or. So, at least the shoes were decent. Yeah. Um, so, when you first... Because you met down there, obviously. We met down there. I took the train down. Mm -hmm. um, I messaged him when I got to Union. And he said to walk to the Starbucks. I can't remember what street it's off of. But we... Uh, essentially, I was standing inside the Starbucks facing the street, mm -hmm. and I just remember seeing this guy walk in, and I was like, oh, God, please don't be him. Please don't be him. Please don't be him. And I'm still looking straight, even though he like he's beside me at this point. He taps me on the shoulder. He was like, hey. And I was like, oh, fuck, it's you. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, that was... <laughs> so you were not having it at that point? Just, like, I've never... Like, he, he really worked on the angles in those pictures. Oh, boy, and you had to work his angles. Yeah, like, he just did not look like any... Like, he looked like half of himself. So he looked nothing like his photos. No. The, I mean, these pictures must have been so outdated. He was just very, very frail looking. Like, he looked like a starving... Ethiopian child? White, but white. But white. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so you just, weren't attracted right away? No, not at all. Not not to not the slightest. Okay. No. So, yeah, he hugs me, and I'm just like, oh, God, I feel like I'm going to break you. Oh, my gosh. That's the worst. Oh, my God. The absolute worst. So we're walking towards Ripley's, and uh, we get there. And on a first date, like, I understand, like, you know, I always – on any kind of day, I always pull out my wallet, like, just for, like, the tickets-wise. It's the right thing to do. It shows a lot of class in mm -hmm. a lady. And for me, I am old-fashioned in a lot of ways. I think there's always that hope where if you're being courted or taken out on a date by a man, you're always like, well, it'd be nice if he pays and he, like, yeah. takes you out. Yeah. But I also feel it's very important to put in that, you know, take out your wallet to pay. Yeah. Or... Make that effort because mm -hmm. I think it shows a lot on your character. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So I pulled out my wallet and he said, no, no, I got this. It's nice. Homeboy pulls out his wallet mm -hmm. and it's like an old ratty wallet and he opens it up. No word of a lie. There was like $4,000 in 20s in his wallet. And Hi, Rola. Mm, and we call drug that, dealer. We, we call that on the streets. <laughs> a drug dealer. Oh, he was a trap god for sure. Trap god. Is that God, G-O-D, or G-A-W-D? Oh, my God, dead. <laughs> dead. <laughs> dead. Dead, 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 dead. Yeah, we're props in each other right now. Absolutely. Props in each other. So I'm looking at this lingo? wallet, and I'm like, 
shit, do I like take the wallet and flee? Like, what, <laughs> what do I do? Well, I mean, considering that he was so frail, you probably could have gotten away with it. I could have. I could have. Okay, so you definitely know at this point that he's involved in some sort of drug business. Are we placing judgment by assuming this, or like how how I will. Let me continue on with the rest okay. of the date. So okay. I had my preconceived notions as soon as I saw the wallet. And I think it costed $82 altogether for both of us to get in. Okay. And it he, like, threw the money like it was nothing. Like, just one, two, Was three, he, like, four, keep five. the change? Was Would he cool he, like that? Are you going to tip at Ripley's? I don't know. Like, well, I don't know. Like, you mean, like, he threw the money down. So did, like, hand he, like, a hundo and he, was, like, like, keep the change. No, he had, like, all 20s. It was, like, nothing for him. He just, like, tossed the five 20s down. He took the money back and he was, like, all right, let's go. So he went. And it was nice. Like, he wasn't acting like a douche at this point. Okay. And he was just like, oh, like, I, I've, I've heard about this kind of fish. And, oh, look, look at the jellyfish and this and that, da, da, da. Like, was he intelligent? Did he know? I mean, mind you, I wouldn't call myself dumb, but I definitely wouldn't know all the different types of fish at Ripley's. No. But did he, was he educated? He was. On, okay. He was. And he was enthusiastic about the date. Okay. And at a couple points he was trying to hold my hand, but, like, I kept my hands in my pockets. Like, I was like, no, like, So I he was am. definitely feeling it. I mean, if I feel if someone is going to hold your hand, they're feeling the date. Mm-hmm. You don't go and hold someone's hand when you when you're not into it. Yeah. So you and I feel the telltale <laughs> sign is when someone, ladies and gentlemen, if you're on a date with someone and they a go to hold your hand or b try to go in for a kiss and you feel that emotion of cringe, you're out of it. Yeah. Like you are not into it. So you felt the cringe feelings. Like you were just like, no, 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 don't hold my hand. Yeah. Yes. Okay. What? What made you stay in the date at what that me- point? Well, it was five minutes in at this point. I mean, I'm not gonna flee just yet. Like, I just, I wanted, I, I wanted to experience Ripley's. <laughs> like, I wanted to see the aquarium, okay, fair and I didn't want to be like. I'm not one of those people who are shallow and it's like, oh, you're not good looking and da da da. No, like, I'm not, not gonna all. be one of those people, and I don't want to make someone feel bad. Like, if a date's going bad, or not. I don't want to say bad right off the bat, but well, if you're the date not isn't feeling going, it. Yeah, if it's not going as planned, I don't just want to be like, oh, I'm not feeling it, like right. leave you there high and dry. Like, I feel like that's so disrespectful. That's so rude. That is really rude. And I'm sure there's been people yeah. that have experienced that, uh, and I would love to hear stories about this from anyone, but I don't know anyone that's ever been on a date and where the person got up and went to the bathroom and left. Or, you know, with the, the whole line. I've had a scare like that before, remember? I oh, told yeah, you. when the guy was like, gone for a long time. Oh, my God. I think that's mortifying. It mortifying. Is so and it didn't even happen. I just thought it did. Yeah. But back to yeah, sorry. this guy. So I digress. So we're uh, we're standing and we're on this, like, there's, like, this part in Ripley's where, like, you just stand and the strip kind of takes you. It's like a. It's like in the airport with those moving. Yeah, those moving things. Yeah, the moving thingy. I love those things. And you're in you're in like a tube where like the sharks swim over you. Oh, so you're just kind of standing. It's a very romantic setting, I guess you could say. Yeah, so romantic about sharks swimming over you. (sighs) I was trying to set a visual here, like I I. There was no romantic vibe on that date at all. But I've seen a lot of couples go absolutely and like post like. Hashtag dates with Bay. Hashtag yeah, Ripley. Never. Hashtag love. So I, I reason know. number eighty two why I hate couples. Oh my! <laughs> you guys will learn how much of a pessimist I am when it comes to couples. But you don't hate Chris and I. Ah, uh, no, I don't. I don't hate you two. We're not annoying though. No, you're not. I think it's because I know you and I know Chris. 
Yeah. But you're not one of those couples that are like, oh my god, baby, let's take a picture for Snap. Like, you're not annoying. No. If, I mean, if we ever Snapchat or do You're goofy, like which that, is funny. We make goofy yeah. Snapchats. Yeah. We're just, just goofballs and silly. But... You're not one of those couples who goes to a family restaurant to neck in the same on the same side of the booth. I'm glad you're bringing this up because that's actually a topic I want to cover later on. What, so, PDA? Yeah. Oh, let's hit it. Well, after. PDA. After. It, after the story, we'll get into that. I actually mm-hmm. have that written down here because that's something I actually really want to discuss. <laughs> okay, so you're you're in this tunnel with sharks yeah. um, swimming over you. Yeah. I, but I can imagine that kind of setting, the light being very dim. Very dim. Right, so you get what I mean with the whole romantic setting thing. There were three triplets in front of us. Oh my god, no. <laughs> and they were like screaming and whatever, like out of excitement. They weren't like crying. Yeah. And he, w- he I just caught him like rolling his eyes and he was like, oh, he's like, oh, fuck. And I was like... <gasps> what and he was like i don't know kids man and oh my like, god deal breaker no but here's the thing he has a child he's a daddy he's a dad he's a baby daddy okay we're not gonna he's not in the daddy category because okay he, not, you know how i feel about dad he he's a dad not in the daddy category of like hot dad like mark sloan but oh, mm. <laughs> that's a Grey's anatomy reference guys very topical references here um yeah, because Grey's Anatomy is not a thing anymore. It used to be, but... It's still a thing for me. No, I can't. It's still a thing for me. I still couldn't watch past season 11. Oh, well, that's your problem, honey. Yeah. I, okay, I will so always obsess over Grey's. He wasn't... He's a baby daddy. So he's he a baby a daddy. He has a kid. He's saying that he hates kids. For me, that is such a deal breaker. Maybe it's because yeah. we're in the field of working with children, but yeah. if I'm in public, the last thing that will upset me or bother me is kids being there or kids laughing, even crying. I mean, I know a baby crying or a kid crying. It can be, it can get to the point where it can be annoying, but it's not where I'm going to say out loud, like, oh my God, this is so bad. I hate kids. Like, that's not, for, if, if I was on a date with a guy and he made that comment for me. Deal breaker. Yeah, that's a deal breaker for me. Well, I was already like, I was already like a deal breaker from the Starbucks. But yeah, he wasn't making his case any better He at this wasn't. Point. And then, so we're, we're, still in the tunnel whatever moving he all i feel like i'm like mesmerized by these sharks i think sharks are beautiful and all i feel is like a nudge on my elbow like this guy elbowed me and literally says to me yo you got any gum (laughs) and i'm just like are you fucking kidding me like what yo you got any yo like who are you like curtis jackson 50 cent is that you M, is that you? Eight Mile? Like, is that what we're doing right now? Like, no. Hey, yo, rabbit, you got any gum? Yeah, fuck, man. Wow. So, oh, I was just, I was like, no, I do not have any gum. And he was like, ah, oh, I, I. So he, okay, just to clarify, this man was Caucasian, right? He's Caucasian. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he spoke as if he was black. It's always attractive. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're exiting the I don't know aquarium. how you stayed at this point oh. I would have been so gone we're exiting at this point and I had texted you I think yeah oh I was getting updates I was sitting outside in my backyard enjoying life on a beautiful because it was a day date that you went on yeah it was Saturday during the day yeah and it was really nice and I was just like waiting by my phone for updates with Taylor as I usually do when she goes on dates because yeah. I just I live for this stuff you live vicariously through me in the I dating do. world I do I just find it so interesting but I hate dating myself. Like mm-hmm. I, I, again, I, I mentioned this in the last podcast. I would not want to be dating now. For me, it gives me such high anxiety. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> gives yeah. me high anxiety too. I so I messaged Holly at this point, and I said to her, "I think if I, if you get another text from me, call my phone." Right. So, yeah. um, 
as the second we exit the aquarium and we're outside, homeboy sparks up a joint. So you're outside in public. It's a family place. Yep. It's not like you're in, you're in the privacy of your own home or in your backyard or wherever. No. Homeboy just sparks up a joint. Like on a first date. Yeah. I think even if you smoke and you light a cigarette on a on a first date, for me, that's just it's just a bad impression. I don't know. It's I mean, just, unless the both of you are smokers and you're aware of that, fine. Yeah, but I just find it really has, like, no taste. I don't know. Imagine, yeah. So he sparks up a joint, and at this point, I was like, okay. So I texted Holly. I think I just texted you, like, a period or, like, a comma or something. Yeah. And you called me, and I... I made it seem like Holly was, like, in the ICU at a hospital. <laughs> like, it was so bad. But I was just, I, I looked at him, and I was like, I have to get out of here. Like, my best friend, something's wrong with her. I need to leave, like, right now. And he was like, oh, I thought we were going to get something to eat. And I was like, I can't. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I really got to go. Like, I put on, like, I deserve Academy Award for that. Meryl Street, move over. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I beelined it back to Union, and he walked me there. I'll give him that much. That was nice. Eh. Yeah. Well, he probably had to go sell some drugs in Toronto. Oh like... my goodness. <laughs> yeah, he had some business to uh, yeah. to attend to. So yeah, I beelined it back to Union. Said my goodbyes. He hugged me. And how <laughs> bony was the hug oh, on a scale God. of one to ten? Skeletor. Eey. I felt like I was hugging like Nicole Richie, two thousand ten. Oh jeez, that's a bad look. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I hopped on the train and went right to your house. You did. You came right over and I we, drank. we polished off a bottle of wine. And I remember that night, it was later on in the evening, and this is where, I mean, I felt a little guilty because he had texted you mm. and asking you how your friend was. <laughs> I remember that. And I was like, oh, no, homeboy has no clue. Like, come on, that's like... The biggest thing you can do in a date when the date is going bad, like your best friend calls you, yeah. get me out of this, say something's wrong, yeah. and then you can escape the date. So he didn't catch on to anything, clearly. He didn't. I responded, though. You did, because you're not a bitch. You're not a mean girl. It's. I mean, you put up with the date for as long as you possibly could. I mean, you went through Ripley's Aquarium with him. You. How long was the date last for? I mean, like an hour, two hours? An hour. That's an hour of your time, honey. Time is precious. Mm-hmm. So you did it. I did. Uh, so after you responded to that text message, was there any communication No. after the fact? No. So you responded saying that I was okay? Yeah, and I think and two days later he was like, how are you? And I just didn't respond. So you ghosted? I ghosted. And you never heard from him since? No. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think the yo, you got any gum thing... How old was this guy? Do you remember? He was like 28. So old enough to not know. Old enough, yeah. So Sorry, old enough to know not to... Say that shit? Say that shit. Yeah. Old enough to know. Yeah. Yeah. I think you lasted a little too long on that date, but kudos to you, girlfriend. You held out. I don't know how I did that. I want to hear a good experience that you've had from Tinder, if there has been one. Or something that's turned into something positive. You're smiling at me. No one can see you smiling at me, so you have to use your words, Taylor. Use your words, Taylor. Um, I met a gentleman off of Tinder, and we actually became good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, it kind of... Okay, came. I'm going to say the name because we're talking about something positive. We're talking about Adam, right? Yes. Okay. Hey, Adam. <laughs> 
Yeah, Adam and I met uh, through Tinder. We don't tell people that, though. Like, we, when he met my family for my birthday. I remember that. Twi- yeah, and we don't talk about his age either. Well, he's Chris's age. Is that like he's old? Yeah, no. But he thinks he is. No. So our thing is uh, we met at Dog and Bear. Of course. He's 28. Of course. And I apparently bought him a drink. Oh, you bought him the drink. That's what he tells people. But I tell people that we ordered the same drink and like I got his, he got mine, whatever. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. He came up with that on his own. I mean, it seems like a lot of effort to put into a story about how you know each other but yeah. that that's your business he he's a he's become like one of my best friends he, we got really close really fast and we flirted prior to meeting and a little bit after meeting too but i think we realized that like it's best if we stay friends just because we don't want that to be like ruined mm-hmm. it's hard to find good genuine friends nowadays so you connected but it was it wasn't platonic yeah it was a platonic strictly connection. platonic yeah i really like adam a lot yeah, he's a good guy. He's a solid guy. Very yeah. nice, very funny. Uh, I've only met him the one time, but uh, he added me to Facebook right after meeting me. So, That's hey, a good thing. I mean, maybe I said a good impression. Who knows? Or maybe we just bonded because we're both Polish. I don't know. Maybe that was a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he loves you. He lo- he calls you Box Red. Box Red? Yeah. Why? Oh, because my hair is yeah. Box Red. <laughs> yeah, no firecratch over here, guys. No. This is fake red hair. Uh, that's funny, Box Red. He never he calls you Box in, Red. He never called me that in person. Oh, I though. told him not to. Why? Because I could, it could come off as rude. It's me. I would laugh. I so know, much at but that. it could come off as rude. You know, I know. would never take offense to something like that. I actually think that's very clever and very funny. I admire a good sense of humor. Yeah. So oh, I he's would, got one, and that's why we bonded so quickly. Yeah. Because I just get on with people that just know how to laugh at themselves, Absolutely. be silly and goofy, and. I think that's why we get along so well. Absolute vodka. We're the silliest of the sillies. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so Adam was like a good positive experience. He was, from, yeah. From dating. Yeah. Or from Tinder, sorry. From Tinder. Have you ever done Bumble? No. Why not? Um, girls have to initiate the conversation on Bumble, uh, and I just... So I why know. wouldn't that be a thing for you? I feel... I'm trying to think, okay, I place myself in a single mindset right now. If I were wanting to go out into the dating world, I feel maybe Bumble might be the one that I would go for, and I'm going to explain why. I feel that if you, the ball is in your court, you can kind of, what's the word I'm looking for here? Decide what's best for you. I feel with Tinder, Tinder just has such a bad reputation. It really does. Like, I... All of them do. Tinder, mostly though. And I'm talking about from what I've heard from men and women. Because I have male friends that are on Tinder and I have female friends that are on it. And I've heard the same thing from all of them. It's like, oh, you match with someone, you exchange a couple messages back and forth, and then the person just stops responding. Mm -hmm. And I feel with Tinder, you get matched with so many people. How do you keep up all the time with those messages. So I feel for me, Bumble would be good because I can monitor who I'm talking to, who I'm reaching out to. And isn't there a time limit on Bumble? Once you match with someone, don't you have 24 hours or something you like that? You have 24 hours to send them a message, I believe. I don't know. I, I've never had it before. Maybe it's something I'll look into yeah. getting. We'll I, see. I don't see a problem with it. We'll see. Because Tinder, it's whatever right now. Yeah. Uh, when was the last time that you swiped? I As think the kids say. Five minutes before the podcast. Yeah. 
<laughs> any any success with that? Uh, let's hop on the app and check. Taylor has really funny uh, DMs from guys on Tinder. Oh, are we going to get into that? Which I'm hoping maybe that she can share because uh, they're quite funny. You get some ridiculous messages. Oh, I have a notification from the Tind. Okay, let's see. Oh, I have a new match. A new match. is Reggie. <laughs> Reggie? Yeah. Let me see the picture. Oh. Let me see. I'm are just curious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me see. Okay. Um, He's 30. Okay, I'm just going to read his bio because oh, bios what? make me laugh so hard on What Tinder. happened to Safe Space? I mean, we don't know this guy. And I'm not saying last names. Okay, this is his bio. This is just an example. Reggie, 30. Classic man. Foodie. Ball player. World traveler. <laughs> Work hard to play hard. Where's the next adventure? With the sticking out tongue face emoji. Ugh. Oh, come on. See, that for me just is on a track. That bio is just, no. I'm not okay with it. Is that me being judgmental? I don't know. Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, he's not horrible looking, though. I he, mean. He's okay. That's good. He's not horrible looking. I match with Jordan. 30 Jordan. Seconds okay, ago. can I see Jordan's profile? Oh, Jesus. Lord. Jordan. 22. Oh my God! What? You are you are unmatching this guy. Why? right now? Why? The first line of Jordan's bio. I didn't read the bio. I'm gonna read it to you right oh, now. Jesus Christ! This will be very organic. <sighs> Jordan, 22, looking for someone to smoke and listen to rap with. <laughs> and he puts out his Instagram handle and his Snapchat. Fuckboy oh, status. Oh my. Yeah, that's the definition of a fuckboy. What? <sighs> I guess I should start reading bios. Definitely start reading the bios because... Oh, I went to high school with that guy. No, you didn't. Yeah, the guy in the picture with him I went to high school with. Oh, that's oh, so funny. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. There you go. Um, I want you to pick right now the funniest DM you have on Tinder okay. from someone. It has... Well, I have to go into my Snapchat chat with you. Okay. Because I send them to you all the time. Yeah, and so I as don't... you're doing that, I'll just give a bit of a synopsis, a background. Anytime Taylor gets really funny messages on Tinder from guys, which she gets a lot, they're hilarious, <laughs> she'll screenshot them and send them to me, and it's her own personal hashtag Tinder nightmare story. So, okay, she's pulled one up right now. Uh, Taylor, take the floor and just read out this <clears throat> message for us that's... It's ridiculous. So this is from Chris. Hi, Chris. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Um, he messaged me uh, saying, what are you doing up at 2 a.m.? Okay. And I said, reading actually yourself. Okay, hold on. Pause. How did he know you were up at 2 a.m.? That's when we matched. Okay. And I said, I said, reading actually yourself. He said, late dinner. I said, oh, that's not bad. He said, yeah, it was good. I'm sure not as good as that pussy taste, though. Oh Crying God. face emoji. <laughs> tongue sticking out emoji. Oh and my response was, you're probably right. However, you just ruined your opportunity to find out. Enjoy your night, pal. <laughs> O-M-G. Yeah. Like, why? What gives you, like, why do you, why, why do you have to say that? I don't understand. That is too much. Yeah. Like, you're so dirty. I'm just looking at the bitmoji we sent to each other. 
Oh, orbit emojis are hilarious. Uh, okay, I hate the word pussy. Like, just saying it in dirty talk. So and, dirty. Yeah, but when you're, like, in the mood. And yeah, like, like, that's fine. You're into it. Okay, fine. But, like, just to, like, say it to someone randomly on a dating app, like, no. For me, that grosses me out. <laughs> oh, that's a cute picture. Yeah. Okay, stop. People can't see this. We have to No, we're not saying nothing. Talk about stuff. We're, um, we have to visually talk about stuff. That means zero sense. I'm trying to look for other ones that I've sent you. Okay, well, we can maybe get back to that later. I yeah. want to get into the topic of couples who PDA. Oh, Lord. So I don't know if you, Taylor, if, or if anyone else listening has have seen this video that's gone viral on the interwebs, but there's this video now that's literally been played, I think, over a million times, and it's of a couple. So the couple's recording this video. I guess they were in a food place, and they're waiting to get their food. Mm-hmm. And how they described it in the video, the girlfriend went and gave her boyfriend a peck on the lips. This other girl in line just starts going crazy. Oh, boy. Calling the girl a prostitute, a slut, saying that she was having sex with her boyfriend in line. She was saying that she was being sexually assaulted by this couple of having to watch them have sex in line. What? Keep in mind, all this girlfriend did was put her arm around her boyfriend's waist and give him a peck on the lips. Like, nothing... Nothing of the sort of being sexually active in public. Oh, my land. So this lady goes off. The video lasts for probably about 10 minutes of her just calling this couple every name in the book and just going crazy. She actually ends up getting kicked out of the restaurant. And other people in line are, like, getting involved, telling her to shut up and be quiet. But she was just slut-shaming, essentially, this girlfriend for simply pecking or giving a kiss to her boyfriend in public. So... This led me to want to talk about couples who PDA or PDA in general. For me, it doesn't necessarily bother me. Um, I mean, when Chris and I go out, we'll hold hands. If we, like, catch each other's look and want to give each other a kiss, we'll do that. I feel it's people's business if you do choose to go into, like, a full-out makeout session in public. For me, necessarily, it's not my style. Um, But I also don't think it's anyone's business to say something outwardly about it. And I mean, I guess it's I guess it's placed on setting. I think you have to be really uh, courteous of your surroundings and where you are. Uh, so my question for you, Taylor, is what are your thoughts on couples who PDA? Um, <clears throat> the eye roll is happening. You can hear the eye roll through the microphone. Here's my thing, and it's not just because I'm a heartless wench. Um, I worked at a restaurant for a couple years, mm-hmm. and um, it's not like it was a romantic restaurant. It was a family restaurant, mm-hmm. and um, my role in the restaurant was, like, dining room supervisor, hostess. Like, I would take people to their table and just kind of manage the dining room, and I would have couples come in who would literally sit on the same side of the booth and would, like, make out. Mm-hmm. And like neck, and like maybe do more things that you can't really see under the table. Yeah, that's not okay. That's my like, I if you want to hold hands and like be cutesy and whatever, fine. But I just I don't want to see the the shit that should be happening in your bedroom. I don't need to. I see don't that think shit. anyone needs to be subjected to it, and I totally understand being uncomfortable with witnessing that. Oh, I'll, I'll I will make it awkward. I'll like I would go up to their table and be like, so. How are the fries? <laughs> See, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. Um, but do you feel it's necessary for someone to go above and beyond like this lady did in the said video? Um, like, freak out? 
on people and like slut shame a woman. I think slut shaming is completely wrong, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, she was calling this this woman a prostitute. Yeah, no, that's and disgusting. A slut. That's disgusting. But all she, she was probably doing, just needs a cock in her mouth. And that's exactly what I thought. I was like, you're just jealous because you're not getting pounded every night. And the yeah. look of this woman, not to be a bitch or judge people based on their looks, but she was not attractive. She just needs to get laid. And based on her personality alone, yeah. she just seemed like a bitch. You just so sound I was like, like a bitch. Yeah, you're not getting any dick let's let's be honest Mm -hmm. and she was probably maybe jealous of the fact that she saw two people that are clearly happy and i see nothing wrong in wanting to hold hands place your arm around each other or give each other a little peck here and there in public and i'll see couples like uh i was (laughs) i don't know if i was with you or not it was one time that i was at dog and bear and i was outside uh talking to my buddy who works there and Mm -hmm. I saw this couple walking by, and they were literally, like, the picture-perfect couple. They were both hot. Okay. They looked so good, and I was like, yeah, like, that's cute. Like, walk, strut your stuff, hold your hand, look up at your man, like, that kind of thing. Like, I, like, that I can appreciate, but Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. When you're, like, in a place where there's multiple people, and you're, like, full-on making out, making the general public feel uncomfortable, like... I had when when I was working at the restaurant, I had a lady come up to me once at another table that was like, "Okay, my kids are like five and six years old. They don't need to be seeing this. Like they're directly across from my children," and she actually asked me to say something to them. So, I've been placed in positions where it's made other people feel uncomfortable, and I just I, my thoughts on it are, if it's appropriate for like the public to see, fine. Mm -hmm. But if it's shit that is like supposed to be happening in your bedroom stick to the bedroom well absolutely i think there's uh, extreme levels of pda mm-hmm. and then levels that are okay like the hand holding thing doesn't bother me no not at all kisses here and there and i feel like when you are in love with someone and you're let's see let's say you're out in public it's you know it's just human nature you see, you're with the person you love if you want to give them a kiss you want to give them a kiss yeah i just this video was very disturbing like it was funny at first so chris and i watched it over the weekend And we were laughing, but then I went back and watched it a second time. I was like, this woman is evil. Mm -hmm. Like, she's the type of... She's definitely a Trump supporter. Oh, God. Purge. Purge She is a purger, 100%. Purger, for sure. If the purge becomes a thing, she's definitely doing it. But it's just an unhappy, miserable, evil person. And it's scary that there's actually people like that in this world. Absolutely. There's tons of people like that. And this couple handled it quite well. Let me tell you, if that was me in that situation and someone started You would have been to jail. You would have been in jail. You would have gone to jail, for sure. Oh, for sure. 100,000%. Absolutely. Okay. So we clarified that. Couples with PDA. Yeah, I mean... Kind of a bad thing, but not necessarily like a great thing. Here's my thing. This is where I take my, my... opinions from i'm you know me i'm not a very lovey-dovey person um i'm not you're not cold-hearted taylor i'm i'm not cold no i'm I'm just not lovey-dovey very like super affectionate see i am you are and there's nothing wrong with that i'm not because i've never been in love so your love language is what what would you say it is? I don't know. I've never been in love, Holly. I don't know. I've never... I, I, that is true, actually. I've never been in love. But you're still so young, girl. I am. And I haven't had... Like, I haven't had an adult relationship. The last relationship I had was four years ago. And it was a complete disaster. Okay. But, okay. So, we'll just put this out there then, I guess. You and I are two... In two different age categories. Yeah. You're 22. I'm 29. So... The fact that you have not been in love, it's not a, I think that'd be kind of normal. Like what, like for me, that's not a weird thing. Mm, A lot of my friends though have been in multiple relationships and who have. 
Yeah, but how serious are those relationships going to be at at the young age that you are at, though? You'd be surprised, my friend. I mean, you'd be. Surprised. I can only I can only go based on my personal experience and looking back on how I viewed dating and relationships in my early twenties as opposed to now. It's very different. Mm-hmm. It's very different. Yeah. So okay, no, I don't mean your love language in terms of being in love, but the way that you in dating, the way that you receive communication in the best. Is it through touch? Is it through spending time with someone? Is it through someone buying you gifts? Like in what way do you see yourself responding well to to dating and or with a partner? I think physical touch and physical words, touch. words okay. of affirmation. Yeah. Words of affirmation are mine too. I think words of affirmation more yeah no that's my that's my love language for sure because communication for me is so important Mm -hmm. and I'm the type of person like I I love physical touch I love intimacy and all of that but for me for me personally it's more so words of affirmation like I need to be told certain things in order like just it's just communication right yeah knowing how the other person feels letting your partner know how you feel that's just where I go I'll let you we'll have this conversation again in a few years hopefully I've been in a relationship by then but I've never done the whole gift giving thing before I mean I you know I've never I've never gotten the whole like flowers thing and never had a valentine like you have like this sad look on your face it's just I'm not I don't know it's like the unknown for me it's a huge blind spot to me well, I mean, it's just something that you have not experienced yet. And Shout I... out to my dad for being the only man who's ever Aww. given me flowers. Love you. Hi, Shane. <laughs> if you're listening, hi. <laughs> uh, you better be. I know where you live. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think it just comes down to truly you just being at a younger age and not yeah. have met the men that you deserve to meet, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right? So, PSA, we're here to find Taylor a husband, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. No, do not get married in your 20s, guys. No. That's just bad news bears. I don't I'm need a sorry. husband. I just want to find someone who's not an idiot. I feel yeah. like I have assholes only written on my forehead and only assholes can read it. Taylor, I went through that stage. I and know. I think all of us go through that stage. I know. You know, it's, you got to wean out the, what are you laughing at? You're picking your toes. I had a fuzz in between my toe when I was getting it out. Holly picks her toes out I of did. nervousness. <laughs> Ew, why are you smelling your finger? I did it! She is lying now. She's making that up. I did not smell my fingers. You're fucking sick. I'll stick it in your nose if you want. Is that a fetish of yours, Taylor? No, I do no, not have you, a <laughs> fetish. As you were look, as you were talking, and I looked down, I saw a piece of fuzz in between my toe, and I just picked it out. Oh, so you have fungus feet? I do not. <laughs> I bathe twice a day, morning and night. <laughs> just some of the the razzing that we do to each other on yeah, a constant basis. We like basis. to razz each other a little bit. We do. Yeah, people do weird things like that, huh? Like, they'll touch certain body parts of theirs and smell their fingers. Oh, my God. When I was at the gym, yeah. there was this lady that was picking her belly button, and she and smelled it. it. You know what, though? Why do people I've... pick their belly buttons? Well, okay, I've never picked my belly button. <laughs> Can you still pick your belly button if you have an Audi? Because I have an innie. I don't know. I have half an innie, half an Audi. Do you show me? Yeah, here. That's half an innie, half an Audi. No, that's an innie. No, because look, that part is st- sticks out. But it looks like an out any. 
It's like half and half. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Um. No, actually, I feel like you should, because like when you're in the shower. Yes, you clean it, but you don't yeah. pick it and smell it. But sometimes you want to see if it stinks or not. It's but like, in public? Yeah, in public, no. Those are things you save for the bathroom or your bedroom. Look, homegirl was butt-ass naked. Was she in the change room? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, she's in the change room. Oh, my God. They have they have little cubbies where but you can go weird. and change. Why was she doing that? Like, was she going into the shower? Was she I seeing, don't... like, how hard do I have to scrub the belly button today? I don't like... know. She was butt-ass naked, and she was naked? just... Ne- naked? Naked. And she was just, yeah. I naked, naked, naked. I want to be a babe, babe, baby. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Wow, when, wow, wow. When I would do, I can't. This is karaoke with Holly and Taylor. Uh, well, oh my God, remember when we did karaoke? That was did. so fun. That was a fun night. That was a fun night. Chris took a video, not of you and I at karaoke. Uh, who, it was me and Greg at karaoke, and he took a video of it, and he showed it to me for the first time a few weeks ago. And there's someone in the background that says, Wow, she actually has a really good voice. And I don't know who it is who said it, but it actually made me feel really good. I think it was Liquid Courage. Yeah. I don't claim to be a singer by any means. Well, yeah, when the DJ was like, oh, my God, you sang that song so well. I was like, oh, my God, I love you. It's a compliment. It is, absolutely. It's a good ego boost. This is going in, like, a completely different direction. But I love it. It's, you know. So organic. It's so organic. (laughs) Natural. Um, Is there anything you want to talk about? Anything like literally the like the floor is open. Oh, putting on the spot. You can um, talk about anything, girl. I don't know. Any more dating stuff you want to discuss? Relationships? Um, anything of that sort? You good, girl? I'm good. You good. All right. Let's do a game of fuck, marry, kill. Oh, how do you feel about lit. that? Okay, I got three here for you. Okay. All right. Like three rounds? Well, no, sorry, not three rounds. I have I have three people here. Okay. So one round, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Fuck, Mary kill, Taylor. We got g Easy. Oh, my God. Holly went in on this one. I know you love him. He's the background of my phone. He is. I don't see it, but, I mean, that's Taylor's jam, so. Mm. That's another thing. We have two completely different tastes in men. Oh, 100%. Okay, I want to do this thing after where you're going to describe my type of guy to me, and I'm going to describe your type of guy. <laughs> That'll be fun. Okay, okay we're gonna I'm do ready. That. I'm ready. Okay, so we got g Easy, mm. Drake. Oh, no, you didn't. And Eric Dane, a.k.a. Mark <gasps> Sloan from Fuck Grey's Anatomy. I know, this is a hard one, Ooh. but I wanted to make it really difficult. Holy. Okay. Oh, my. Well, you know who I love out of those three. I know you like your Mark Sloan. I love those salt and peppers. Okay. Oh, my God. But this, this isn't is, my game. This is yours, so. This is really hard. There okay, I have to do a lot of. I know I have a hole in my leggings. Stop. <laughs> I'm just a mess. I'm picking fuzz out of my toes. There's love, a... As long as you're not picking your hole. <laughs> I'm not picking the other hole. That's for sure. Oh, my God. This is so hard. Okay. Um... I'm probably gonna have to marry Drake. Of course. Gotta gotta stay real to my. You'd make really cute babies. <clears throat> we would. Fun fact about Taylor: uh, Taylor has a dog named Pablo who is super super cute. Pablo, but he hates you. <laughs> Pop, listen, I've never met an animal that doesn't like me. I love all animals, every shape, even every Pablo. size, and I even love Pablo. But every time I go to see him, it's like 
World War Three. It is. He just wants to eat my ankles like nobody's business. <laughs> I don't get it. And he doesn't stop stop barking. Uh, no, but Taylor's dog. Um, no big deal. NBD is brothers mm-hmm. with Drake's dog, and by Drake's dog, I mean the Drake's dog that Drake dog. bought for his mother. Yeah. So I've had this theory since Taylor told me this is that she needs to put this out into the Twitterverse, tweet Drake, and say that you have the brother dog to Drake's mom's dog, and maybe set up like a meeting, a meet and greet with our doggies. I think he'd go for it. I mean, he's not, he's Champagne Poppy. Will Champagne Poppy do that? I don't know. I think he will. Maybe I will consider Drake, it. Drake is actually a really cool guy. He is. He's and he's beautiful. And you're right. We totally would make. Yeah, cute he. Babies. Uh, he's very nice, very humble, and down to earth. Um, be humble, <laughs> bitch. Be humble. Sit down. Uh, no, and you two would make very cute babies. You're all the mixes that you guys have. It'd mm. be a little Jew, black, Trini, Italian, Italian. baby. Damn girl, that's some, that's some shit. Okay, so you'd marry Drake. Marrying Drake. Okay. I'm gonna have to kill Mark Sloan, aka Eric Dane. I'm not. So you're gonna you well you could have him. There you go. You could have him. You get oh Holly's like being really salty to me now ever since I said that. And I'm gonna have to fuck G Easy because I need to get out of my system. One time for the mind. One time for the mind. All I right. I need to. Okay, I kind of get that, actually. I don't get the whole killing uh, Eric Dane, a.k.a. Mark Sloan, but it's your fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> Not it is, mine. It is. Not mine. And now you want me to describe your type? <laughs> okay, yeah, let's do this. So you describe, let's see how well we know each other okay. in terms of what we like in a, in a, in a type of man, honey. Okay. So describe to me... Uh, your not doesn't have to be just just physical. Um, it could be any kind of description that you choose to share. The type of the type of guy that I like, and I'm gonna do the same for you. Okay. Um, <clears throat> physical. Okay. You you're definitely a fan of the salt and pepper. Oh my god, it's my you, weakness. You, it's your weakness. So Holly likes the like the grayish. She likes the grays. She really does. She's I a fan. I always have, and I'm not just saying this because my boyfriend is salt and pepper. No, even before when we were in college. Oh my god! Always, always I've always you've been always to you've it. always had a thing for that. Um, you like tall, yes. because I know you like feeling safe and protected. One hundred percent. Um, you don't like too big and buff, but no. like buff enough, like yeah. fit. I like someone who who's I think physical fitness is important. Yeah. It's not everything like to me. Like fit slash dad bod, like the the happy yeah. middle. The happy middle right. between both. Exactly. Um a little bit of scruff? Yes. A little bit. I don't like beards. Like I don't like full on like long beards, mm-hmm. but I like a but little bit. But you like bit a little scruff. bit of the scruff. You like light eyes. Yes, I'm a And you eyes. like um like a soft complexion. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, mentally, you like someone who's going to challenge you, someone who keeps you on your toes. Mm-hmm. You like someone who's spontaneous. Oh, yeah. And you like someone who is going to essentially, like, you know, m- like, not only match you, but, even, like, challenge you, I guess. I guess challenging is a good word. Keep me in Keep me, in, keep me in check. Someone to, yeah. like, call you on your shit. Mm-hmm. You, oh, yeah, for sure. And I feel like you found that with... Chris, for sure, 100%. And you know what's really funny is everything that you just explained is 
Chris to a T and the dynamics of our relationship because we are so equal in the fact that we have a lot of similarities but a lot of things that we do not have in common as well and so I think it's such a good balance we equal each other out and he does challenge me in a good way um like he'll call me on my shit yeah and I'll call him on his and then we can just laugh about it afterwards and I think the one thing that you forgot which I'm surprised that you forgot this because it's finish. like oh you didn't finish sorry okay I'm I'm sorry I am really bad with interrupting what were you going to say though no you say it okay were you going to talk about intellectual stuff or physical stuff no intellectual intellectual were you going to talk about something physical? I was I know I was going to talk about intellectual okay. someone who has like intelligence that mm-hmm. isn't at that isn't like something that you aren't intellectually aware of so like you know how Chris is in like IT Mm-hmm. And he's into that stuff. Like, he's, like, a complete genius when it comes to technology. Oh, yeah. You need someone who's going to, like, broaden your horizons in that aspect. So that way you can benefit from that. And you, like, having to do the same. Like, you, like, being able to, like, inflict your opinions mm-hmm. and your, you know, beliefs and your hobbies and stuff. Like, something that you guys can do together. Oh, yeah. So, like, if you if you were into tennis and I wasn't into tennis, you'd be like, hey, like, I want to teach you tennis. Like, mm-hmm. come, like, uh, l- like, let me teach you something. Like, you, like... You like leading by example. You like having to do that. Like Absolutely. that's just you. You have like that kindness about you that you want to like share. You're big on sharing. Well, it's so important. Sharing is caring. I know. Uh, no, I, and I think that comes down to in a relationship combining your interests. Yes, that, and, that's a better way to put you it. Know, yeah, because it's so important to show an interest in something that your partner enjoys, even if you might not really enjoy it that much. I mean, you can have your separate interests. That's perfectly fine. But it's also fun to include your partner in activities that you enjoy or hobbies that you enjoy. And it's always fun to show someone something new Mm -hmm. and also learn something new from someone else. So, And I, I love learning new things as well. And I think it's also a very sexy thing when someone can be so passionate about something mm. and they're trying to explain it to you and talk to you about it, for me, I find that very attractive. Did um, I hit all the... You did. You're still forgetting the number one thing. What is funny? like Funny? Yeah. Funny. Like, you need to laugh. I... And not... It's not... I it's, thought I said sense of humor. You didn't. I didn't? Okay, well... Funny is a thing, but for me, it's more so being goofy and silly. Like, you have to be... I am the biggest goofball ever. Like, I do the silliest things that... I can't even believe I have friends. Hey, Chris. Like, <laughs> hey, Chris. I can't believe I have friends, let alone a boyfriend, but I think because Chris is just as silly as I am, so yeah. it's like it blends You match so each well. other silly. We match each other silly. So true. So yeah, no, being goofy and like That's like your number like one. That, that yeah. for me is like my number one thing. Okay, your turn. Well, girl, you, you got that pretty good. Hey, what can I say? I, I know my nanny. You know your nanny. Okay, so time for me to explain yours. All right, so physically I kind of went into a little bit earlier, but I'll just recap here. Uh, physically, uh, you like dark features. Yeah. Uh, so dark hair, dark eyes, darker complexion you're more so attracted to. Um, man bun for sure. You love beards. You're a beard (laughs) girl. So you love, not just scruff, you want like the face, like done. Like you want a beard. I don't know if it's like something you like you want to grab onto. Oh my God. I don't know. That's what, that's what man bun's for, honey. Yeah, running the fingers to the hair. Oh. But if it's in the man bun, what do you grab? Just the Timbit? No. Like, let that shit out, boy. Oh, so long hair you like then. Well, I, I don't know if it's like a phase. I like the shaved head. Okay. And I like the hair. I don't know. I, 
It can okay. go either way. It depends what the per like it depends what the person looks like. Okay. Uh tattoos are probably the highest on your list. Um, because I think just physically that's just something that you're drawn to. You have tattoos as well. Taylor just completed her half sleeve, y'all. And it looks I'm looking at it right now. It's so pretty. Oh, I love it so much. Thanks, you you suit it. Thank that, you. That's your thing, boo. It is. Uh, so tattoos you love, which I get. I think tattoos are very sexy as well. And it shows a commitment to something. When someone has tattoos, it just shows courage to me. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think I that's that. why you find it attractive. It's not necessarily just a physical thing that you like. I think you like the thought process behind a tattoo. Mm -hmm. And I think you would love to sit down with someone and get like the story Yes. about why they have the tattoos that they have. Oh, so you're okay. more you're in, doing good. Thank you. <laughs> I know you, girl. I think you're more in tune with knowing why someone has yeah. the tattoos that they do. Mm -hmm. I think that intrigues you a lot. Uh, and you love your daddies. You love oh and when I say God. when I say daddies, I mean like the muscle daddy, like the beefcake, <laughs> I'm going to pick you up and throw you on the bed and ravish you, daddy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> I and like my you like, daddies. You like an, e an equal thing of a little bit of raunch and a little bit of sensitivity. Mm -hmm. You're like, it needs to be right in the middle there. Yeah. Okay. Intellectually, you want someone who is more on the artistic side. You want someone that can keep up with you in terms of that because you are an, a, a very artistic person. You have an artistic mentality. Um, you're a singer. You have a beautiful voice. You're in tune with that artistic side of you. And I think if you were to meet someone that was singer, songwriter, played instruments, I think that for you is a very sexy quality. You want someone that's driven. Yeah. And has not only just career goals, but where they are going to go in life. Uh, someone who's family oriented. Uh, has a good friend group. Just loves the people in their life. You're looking for a lover. You're looking for someone that's just going to care. And not just about you on the outside, but you on the inside and wants to know your well-being. And take care of you in a way. Mm -hmm. But you also want to take care of that person. Because you have a very motherly nature to you. Wow, you're like reading me like a book. I know, because I know you so well. You do. Uh, it's so, scary. So yeah, uh, I, I think that essentially sums up the type of man that you're looking for. Did I, did I do okay? sense of humor as well so oh yeah i think yeah. that because again given, yeah. you're like me I like you're laugh. you're goofy like i am we laugh about everything and anything so yeah of course that goes without saying mm -hmm. um yeah i'd say that's about it speaking of artistic abilities my good friend taylor is not only a singer and has a beautiful voice but she writes really powerful and beautiful poetry that honestly i love reading poetry when I read the things that you write, it gives me chills and goosebumps. I just think you're so talented. And I've asked Taylor to close off this podcast with me by reading a poem, a Taylor E. Dan original. So if you can take the floor, Taylor, whatever you feel that you want to share with everyone, would love to hear the poem that you chose. Absolutely. Okay. I don't know why I just got so nervous. It's like I'm singing in front of an audience, but... You kind of are, in a way. Uh, yeah. All right, so it's yours. Does this poem have a title? It does. It's called Sometimes. Okay. <clears throat> it's, I wrote it actually last night, believe it or not. Perfect. Um, okay. Okay. So I'll just take a gander. You just give her. Just give her. <laughs> sometimes it's a song, and sometimes it's the way the sun sets. 
Sometimes it's the wind, and sometimes it's hearing the waves and how they almost speak your name. Sometimes I wonder why you left the way that you did, and sometimes I tell myself it's better that way. Sometimes the whiskey fails and I fall short of my thoughts, and sometimes I piece myself back together with my notepad and my pen. You were once my always, and now you're just my sometimes. Wow, wow, wee wow. (laughs) That, again, like goosebumps, like chills all down my legs. That's amazing. Thank you. How long did that take you to write? Um, it actually just came to me. I I would say like 20 minutes. Okay. And you don't have to answer this, Mm -hmm. but is that written about someone in particular? Um, you know what? Not one person in particular, but I think it's just all like the mishaps. Accumulation of everything. Yeah. Yeah. And that's usually what my poetry is about. Like most of my poetry is kind of like sappy and sad. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say depressing because it's not like usually... Like, I put my thoughts on paper just to, like, get it out of my head kind mm-hmm. of thing. And, I mean, yeah, I would, over the last couple of years, I've just had so many, like, almosts with guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see myself getting into a relationship with them, and I could see, like, my walls and my guards coming down. But then, like, something happens where it's just like, nope, psych, like, it's not going to happen. And, I mean, I've seen you firsthand go through those experiences, but just hearing you read something like that that you wrote it comes from a place it comes from such a real place but like you had mentioned earlier coming from you from someone who has never been in love or experienced those feelings or never has never been in an adult relationship Mm -hmm. for me it's so impressive that you can channel all those emotions into something as beautiful as that I don't know. That means so much to me. You are talented, honey. So don't thank me. It's just the truth. Thank you. Well, I think uh, we're sitting at an hour and five minutes right now. So unless there's anything else you want to talk about, TT. I think we covered it, doll. Can we talk about how nice your lashes look? Oh, thank you. I was telling Chris over the weekend how I really want to go get eyelash extensions. We're going to go. We're going to go together. I really, really want to get eyelash extensions. Uh, So I was like... (laughs) Like he really wants to hear about like hear about this <laughs> stuff, but he's so good in that sense. He'll sit there and listen to me when I talk. Girl, about it. you better get those ads. I know. <laughs> oh my god, no! But it was so sweet. I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm gonna get all like mushy now and like get all probably like PDA ish in a way, mm. but like verbally. Can't wait. We had a really nice weekend. Um, we decided this weekend we're just gonna spend it together and have some like QT time. It was a really long week for both of us at work. And we had a really nice weekend. We had a sushi dinner on Friday. On Saturday, we went to get a couple's massage together, mm-hmm. which was really nice. Really good good bonding experience, too. And then uh, we went for a walk uh, after the massage because we were both very like, lethargic and just in that relaxed state of mind. Mm-hmm. So we went for a walk in the evening. And when we got home, uh, I was in the kitchen. And he called me into the bathroom. And he had done a bubble bath for me with candles wine sitting there and strawberries and he's like you get in and you relax and I literally was just laying in the bathtub and he was just sitting there talking with me and it was honestly it sounds so very 50 shades but I love it I love it it not only was sexy but it was so romantic and it was just he was just doing something nice for me and that for me means a lot just having like a bubble bath ran for me with a glass of wine strawberries and having him there just we're just talking about anything and everything. I need that in my life. It's just, yeah, it was it was really, really nice. But, of course, uh, topic of conversation for most of it was me talking about wanting to get eyelash extensions. 
<laughs> but he's so good because he sits there and he listens and he like gives his opinion and gives his advice. So he's a sweetie like that, though. Thanks, Chris, for listening to me. But yeah, no, this mascara I got, I, I'm really liking it. It's beautiful. I love it. I feel like it's really. Um, you don't even need the extensions with that. That's well, the mascara. It's called False Eyelash Falsies, Effect yeah. or something like that. And I'm I honestly really impressed. Girl, really like you better work. Thank you. But I still want to get eyelash extensions because I, I want to be a basic like that. Bougie. I want to be basic and bougie. All right, Taylor, where can people find you on the interwebs, darling? Um, my Snapchat is uh, T-A-Y-E-D-A-N-X-O. And my Instagram is – my Instagram is usually where I post my poetry and stuff. So if mm-hmm. you guys want to check it out. I do have a private profile just because – I don't want no creepies looking at my page. Bitches be crazy. Yeah, so we got that private profiles. Um, but I do follow back. Um, follow for follow. Follow for follow. <laughs> um, it's Taydan, so T A Y E D A N N, on Instagram. And uh, I just want to say thank you for having me on the podcast. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much. Thank for you coming. so much for coming. God, ugh, it's just been a blast. Uh, we definitely could sit here. For the whole night. We could sit here for hours We and could talk. do like a five hour long podcast, but that just means that you're going to have to come back again. Absolutely. And another one with Absolutely. me. Absolutely. With okay, guys, Caesars. With Caesars next time. I know we didn't do Caesars today. It's a Monday night. Bitches got to work tomorrow. Bitches got to work tomorrow. I have my coffee going. You have your bougie Evian water. Evian? Um, represent Evian. Evian's really good water. I love it. I love Evian. But I think it's a tie for me between smart water and Fiji. Mm, mine's Evian in Fiji. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You don't like smart water? Mm-mm. It's from the clouds. <laughs> I say that in Christmas when I meet. Goes, what the fuck does that mean? I don't know. Water is from the clouds. I so think like, it's what just because I haven't had smart water enough, but I, I like, you know what I like? I like Perrier. Oh. I love Pink Perrier. grapefruit Perrier yes. is so good. so good. Even the lime one's good, too. Yeah, the lime one is good, mm-hmm. but the grapefruit one's my favorite. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> Interesting talk about like water right. over here. If uh, you want to follow me on any form of social media, you can find me on Instagram at It's Hall. That's I-T-S-H-O-L. Snapchat, it is It's Hall with the number four beside it. On Instagram, not going to lie, it's not super exciting. You'll probably just see photos of my nephew, the odd selfie, and funny memes that I find hilarious. But I promise you it'll be well worth it. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Here for a While, and we will see you next time. Bye.